as entrepreneurs, we all want to make a difference in the world. And the way we make a difference is by creating value. And there's a lot of competition, though, to create value for the right clients and customers. How do we do it? Well, we become an authority. We become an expert. We have an established brand, a personal brand to do that. Well, I've got a remarkable entrepreneur who has had a very successful career in real estate and then decided she wanted to do something different. And we're really fortunate she did because she's been very successful in branding herself first in real estate and now helping us as fellow entrepreneurs really establish that authority through the power of books. And she's got a best-selling book and one, a couple that are really well positioned. Now with that, I gotta tell you, one of my favorite things in life, as you can see behind me, is books. The power of books is just amazing. And I'll share along the way what I've found in writing 21 books as well, why you should be doing it. I'm John Bowen, co-founder of AES Nation. It's all about accelerating your success. And you better stay tuned because we have an amazing show. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Julie, I am so excited to have you here. This is, as you heard of my introduction of you, I mean, you've really made a, a pretty big impact with you and your husband in real estate, then you're reinventing yourself. And, and what I love is you're helping fellow entrepreneurs with what you've learned how to do on the branding side. So first of all, thank you for uh, joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, you know, let's, one of the things we were talking before we turned on the camera with a whole bunch of lessons that we're gonna go over together. And, and I think they're gonna be extremely, actually, I don't think, I know they're gonna be extremely valuable to all our fellow entrepreneurs. But what I'd like to do, and it was a question I asked you too, uh, you know, we had a good fortune of a mutual friend introducing us and uh, Jessica Rhodes. And you know, one of the things that came out is the transition you made because it's not you know there are most people once they get really good at something they keep running with it and you you decided a different calling and you're making a big impact in the second career so give me a little bit of that background how you did it because i mean so many of your fellow entrepreneurs want to do that along the way too and it's going to be even more important what we're talking about for them yeah for sure so I spent many years investing in real estate. I started in 2001 and and it was great. I mean, it's it's I still am an investor. That's it's present tense, but I'm just not actively pursuing deals and raising capital anymore. But uh, you know, as as we talked about beforehand, it I ended up with two companies in real estate. My husband and I ran an investment company, and then I started a training training and education company, helping people invest in real estate and raise money for their deals. So I ended up real estate 24/7. And then of course it became the topic when I go to family dinners. Everybody's like, oh, what's the market doing? So I never got away from it. <laughs> and it, Eventually, I just kind of hit a point where I thought I never got into real estate to talk real estate all the time. I got into real estate because I wanted my retirement taken care of. I wanted to have some financial security. 
And uh, so event kind of said, I need to make a change. And it kind of coincided with my husband turning 40 and going, you know, I don't really want to do this all the time anymore and, and deciding that he wanted to make his own change and become an actor. <laughs> so without him on the team, I, I really needed to make the change because I was the marketing and he was the numbers and you can't do good real estate coaching or investments without both. No, it, it, well, it's great. I wondered why you went to L.A. Now I know why you're in L.A. I did work in the entertainment industry yeah. for a while, too. But the, the idea then, let's take it a step further. So you decided and you know, wrote a great book and you're, you're out there helping other fellow entrepreneurs with books. And I mean, when we look at the title, you know, you're, you're president of book launchers. And I, I got to tell you, almost every entrepreneur Julie wants to go ahead and launch a book. And I, I can still remember the very first book I wrote, how much, I mean, this is back in the very early 90s, right in the beginning. It was a nightmare going through the publishers and we didn't have all the tools that we have now. And, but the benefit of once I got out that book, it changed my life. You know, how did you, you know, decide to get into, you know, this space? Yeah, I mean, I, I had similar experience as a real estate investor in, in Canada. I, I as soon as my book came out, I suddenly was able to get on TV. I was on TV stations across Canada, radio stations before that. For some reason, you know, I was the same person, same expertise. But with the book, they, they suddenly recognize this expertise. You know, it's 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 better than a degree, you know. 35% of the population has a degree, but less than 1% written a book. So suddenly everybody wants to talk to you with them but you know for me the book was uh, people started asking me a lot of questions after that book came out uh, because I had kind of a really wonderful scenario that I wish I could uh, implement for everyone because everybody would want to work with me but um, you know Wiley turned me down I went back and forth with Wiley for a long time book deal but in the end they said you know what you don't have a strong enough marketing platform to sell books so we're not going to work with you and I was devastated, but the truth is the book they wanted me to write was something I didn't even want to write. So, you know, it was, they did me a favor because I eventually wrote the book I wanted to write and I self-published and the stars aligned and I managed to take that book to number one overall on Amazon in Canada, hanging out with Dan Brown and the Game of Thrones. You know, this was a soft cover book for $24, I think at the time. Uh, and so, you know, and it hung out in the top 100 overall on Amazon for a month. So it was a pretty cool story and one of those things where you're like, take that, Wiley. <laughs> but, um, so that led everybody to ask me questions, which kind of opened mm -hmm. my eyes to the challenges in this space. Well, you know, it, it's, it's funny, Julie, because I, I did, you know, a different time, different age between the two of us. And so in the 90s, I wrote books with publishers. And I got to tell you, you yeah. know, the, the, really, the value of doing it with a publisher, and you know, we'll get into that a bit, but um, it was a huge amount of work, a big delay, and now you know, I, I, I do write a lot of books uh, with my partner, Russ Prince, and you know, Russ has written 50, and we found the, the value of being that thought leader, exactly what you're saying. And, and it's, you know, in, in today's world, we'll get into self-publishing and not, but I, I want to dive into the first question because this is something you and I are both passionate about. I mean, is it, you know, 
why is a book so powerful in this personal brand stuff? And why should our fellow entrepreneurs, I mean, they're hard charging, they're working really hard and everything. You know, let's putting one more thing on their to-do list. You know, why would they do that? Yeah, a couple of a couple of things. One is that it's marketing that actually people pay you to review, right? And I'm not saying you would produce the book that's just full of sales message. You know, I really am a big believer that your book needs to have value, has to have great content in it, a strong message. But ultimately, you know, you're going to create a book that, uh, you know, markets your company and markets you or markets you and your brand. And nobody throws books out. I mean, unless you produce a really terrible book, nobody's going to throw it. I mean, look at your shelf. <laughs> nobody <Yeah>. throws books out. <laughs> I have only because I've stopped building bookcases. I don't, ha I do, my rule with my wife is that I have to, you know, take something up that I haven't read in three years and put something up. And then, but yeah, I've got a number of bookcases throughout the house. And then also I got 600 Kindle books. I was just looking at that. And, uh, yeah. you know, the, I mean, you, you, we save them as long as possible though. Yeah, so it's and so somebody bought, you know, somebody buys this book in most cases. I mean, you might give them away, but somebody's paying you to look at your marketing and then it sits on their shelf. They pass it around, they give it to a friend, uh, uh, you know, it sits on their desk and other people ask about it. So it's powerful marketing. And, you know, whether you ever make money from your book or not, that's your your choice. But, you know, it's it's something that is just a lot of people don't realize how powerful it is to have that book. And I'm also a big proponent for physical books. I love Kindle, but for marketing and for your business and your branding, nothing compares to that actual physical book, handing that to somebody. And it also doesn't have the feeling of pride. There's seeing your book on somebody's shelf or on a bookstore shelf. It's just not the same seeing it on Kindle, you know, so that's a big, a big thing to take into consideration when you're, when you're doing this. The other thing, I want to mention is that as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you're probably already creating content and that content could already uh, could form part of your book. So you already probably are halfway or at least 30% of the way to producing a book and you just haven't really thought about it that way. Producing content is really smart, good use of your time. And most of us have been content creating for years. Well, and that's, I mean, I totally agree. I, I the, you know, the ability, you know, most of us as entrepreneurs, you know, we, we're passionate about something. We've got a story. We've got, we're helping people do things. And real world, we've got uh, a book inside us. And in many cases, we've got multiple books. And I got to tell you, you know, Julie, the very first book I wrote, uh, I did with uh, McGraw-Hill. It was, in, I grew up in the financial services industry. And it was a book uh, that, uh, it literally took two years, about a year on my side, and then they didn't like it. We went back and forth. They finally published it. We sold 100,000 copies, and I didn't know how big a deal that was. And you know, my life changed. The investment company took off like crazy. The next year, I did go, I, this is really great. I wrote a book about to the industry on how I was growing my business, and I had two partners at the time. and somebody read that book and bought our business for $25 million. And I go, you know, I really like books. I mean, there's a lot of power <laughs> in these things. And today, one of the most common for anybody that's on the internet, you've seen the concept of book funnels. I mean, we use that in our business. 
And yeah, we're one of the reasons we write books is for you know that relationship and positioning. And I'm with you, Julie. I print you know these out all the time. But I want to I want to go to the next question I have for you because. Uh, this is one that I had when I first got started. I mean, I think my ninth grade English teacher, she would be wondering. I was I was really good at math, but English, not so much. And Mrs. Arby's would be questioning how I could have ever written this much stuff. And <laughs> But, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think of myself as a writer. and I'm not, um, you know, but I'm an author of an awful lot of books. T tell me how you, know, you think of that for entrepreneurs you know they're struggling yeah, with so this I think it's funny because I had a high school I used to think I was a writer like as a kid I thought I was actually going to be a writer and then I had a high school teacher who, who just basically popped that bubble and I thought no I'm not going to be a writer so I think a lot of us have had that experience but you know if you're if you genuinely hate to write or you really know you're not a good writer it's okay because as an entrepreneur, you know, we're not setting out to be necessarily a New York Times bestseller that writes books for a living. You're setting out with a, a, a goal for your business or a goal for your brand, and you're building your book to achieve that goal. And then you hire the right team, right? You get the right people on your side so that they're helping you craft that book so that it's got the right positioning, it's got a great outline. You fill in the in-between parts in that outline with your expertise and your knowledge and your case studies and your research. And then you get great editors to go through it. And if you really don't wanna write it, a great option is once you have that outline. So that's the outline is critical you really through your your book message what's that you know how do you describe your book in one or two sentences and then craft that outline but you can speak it right if you can talk you can write a book and you can fill in the pieces in between get it transcribed and then again get the right editing team on your side and with the right editing we're all writers <laughs> well and so the way i think of it, i'll give you a little different framing but it's it's perfectly aligned with what you're saying julie i think there's writers and there's authors I have convinced myself I'm an author and it's really you sharing, go. you know, it's I've got those stories. It's it's definitely our research, our framing. I'll have a conversation and I have a team of writers that work with me now because of what we do. But, you know, it's it it can be with the right team. It's pretty effortless and you know, effortless might be the wrong word, but it's not that much effort in the, the value, the return on investment. Uh, I can't think of anything that I've done that's had a higher return on investment. And I'm an investment guy. I've managed billions of dollars. It's, the books are really powerful. And as much as everything's changed, uh, one of the things, uh, you know, I, I am doing more books, not less, and I am printing them. Uh, you know, we'll come back to digital because I do do digital too, but I like both. But let, okay, so I, I got, okay, I got the story inside me. Okay, my fellow entrepreneurs that we're talking with here, they've got the story. But, you know, geez, they've been talking about doing a book for years, <laughs> type thing, and so busy. And so, what's the first step that they should take? Because, you know, the, the power of a book is phenomenal, but you got to actually have it, <laughs> type thing. It's got to exist. <laughs> in, your, in your mind, you know, a lot of times they'll joke, it's kind of the sailboat joke. There is, you know, happy, t you know, the best time, or there's two happy moments in buying a boat and selling a boat in between, you know, it's a hole <laughs> in the water. It's the same with a book. Yeah, you know, it's very, if you're writing it yourself and doing everything on your own, 
two happy times when you decide and when you're finally done and it's out there. Yeah. But you know, for our fellow entrepreneurs, they got fully engaged in the business. What's the first step? If they think they want to get a book and they recognize the power in their marketing, their positioning, their branding, uh, what do they do? Yeah, the first thing you really want to think about is your your goal. Because um, a lot of people, of course, it would be great if you're topping the bestseller charts, but really it's more important to think about who do you want to reach with this book and what do you want it to achieve for you? And then you figure out your message. And if you've got those three pieces in there, so you've got that core, that, you know, like I said, that one or two lines, and you know what you need to achieve, what's most important, because all those other things, you know, best selling you know saying your best-selling author is great but if it doesn't achieve your business goals what has it really done for you you know the best-selling part might make your ego feel good but it hasn't actually solved your business challenges so you really want to build your book around that goal and your message and make sure it's going to target that core audience you know it's got to talk to that ideal client or or whoever it is that you're trying to get your message out to so that you can you know achieve those goals and, and have that book do great things for you and if you do that like you said the the, the roe you know the re, the return on your energy is substantial forget the return on investment i mean most of us can pay back a book with one client or right. two clients you know the cost of producing a book so it's really the money isn't the factor it's the energy and, and the return on the right book is phenomenal so you have to spend the time at the beginning to really think that piece through and spend more time than you think you know a lot of people think oh i'm just going to spend the afternoon and plan out my book you really got to think that piece through so that the entire process is almost effortless yeah i mean this is you do that right from the start it's so much easier yeah it really is julie and i mean i'm uh, yeah, we're, we're right now we're working on a campaign and we've tested it it's being well received in the marketplace it's generated you know a pretty good amount of revenue already proof of concept and we we go you know what's missing we go a book <laughs> so we're writing a book real quickly <laughs> to leverage to that audience and create you know more of marketing awareness the whole thing and and really that's going to be the core piece to generate an extra five million of revenue over the next 12 months and that is i mean that's the power of a book and I mean, and I like your return on energy because that's actually true. I mean, the, the cost of doing the book for us will be, let's say, you know, several thousand dollars, maybe a little more than that and printing and all that. But, you know, the return on equity, I mean, when you start thinking that's going to be the main driver of a $5 million reoccurring revenue business, you go, yeah, maybe a book isn't a bad idea. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and this is where, I mean, I, I just, I, I really do feel, you know, with the right book and you were really clear, you know, it's, it's gotta, you gotta be clear in the audience. I don't care this book, you know, if my, any of my family reads it, they won't because it's, it's in the financial <laughs> space. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to my dad because he's real proud of me, all that stuff, and he'll put it on the shelf. But other than that, and you know i as a matter of fact you know in our case we have distribution so i won't it's self-published and we won't even put it on amazon because i want to control every step of the way because i already know my audience but you know the the app you know you what you don't want to do is this whole shotgun approach i mean i've seen i've had some friends that have written a book and they get even on oprah and you're going boy that's a home run but they had no call to action they weren't sure what to do next 
and it's too late. You want to, as you said, really have that whole campaign together. Um, how do you think that through? I mean, you know, how do how do you guys help other people? You know, I mean, this is a big thing. Thinking this through, that okay, you get so excited about the book. Wow, I'm going to have a book and all this, and then it's like. Okay, unless you've thought through how you're going to use it, it, it can be a very low value. We can have return on energy and return on investment be not good. Yeah, and it's, it's a challenge because we actually burst some people's enthusiasm bubbles because they think this is going to be phenomenal. And then they tell us their business goal and we go, these don't, these don't line up. This isn't going to work. So finally or kind of the, the door, but, <laughs> but yeah, what I've done to fix, to kind of fix that piece is I've brought in professional writing coaches. And so these are people who have not only written a lot of material, but they have interesting backgrounds. So being in Hollywood, I, I encountered myself with a lot of people who have analyzed stories for DreamWorks and other major, you know, motion picture companies. They've, you know, one of my writing coaches uh, works uh, has took us took a book on computers and turned it into a seven-year running TV show. So he gets what it takes to appeal to audiences and create a story that's got engagement, even in a subject that's kind of dull like computers, right? You know, he kind of he turned it into a TV show for seven years. So so that's how we we kind of address that is you work with a writing coach right from the start who will help make sure that you're addressing creating a book that people are going to want to read and also achieve your goals. And then we've got the team that takes it from there and always is thinking about that goal because at the end of it, you know, a success isn't it's not a success like just finishing a book is not a success in my mind. It's an accomplishment, but that's not success. Success is having that book actually do something for you and and achieve that goal that you set out to achieve. Yeah, no, I mean, in my very first book, I hired a writing coach uh, from L.A., as a matter of fact, too. And one of the things (laughs) that I learned, I'm up in Silicon Valley, and one of the things I learned, I always knew the power of story. But, you know, in my space at the time, it was investments, financial side. You know, you didn't really think, and he worked very hard. I mean, that was the hardest part, was getting the right story with the call to action. And it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He and I you know, continued working together for many years until he retired. And you know, the, that to me, you know, getting the story because you know, we think our, you know, our lives are boring. I mean, most, you know, most of, I'm 61, most of my life was boring and mundane, but there's a lot of moments of excitement and weaving those into a story that accomplishes some major things is just, is really powerful and having somebody that very few of us can pull out the story but being able to get somebody to pull it out of us and then for a lot of us we're left brain dominant we're more logical uh financial guys were real left brain and you know what in our research what we find is 84 percent of the people in business will engage with you emotionally first and then justify it with logic and this is where that power of the book and story just becomes so powerful (laughs) julie let's go a little offline you know we kind of touched on it but i want to come back to it because you know i'm a big believer i love digital i mean we're hanging out together we're using zoom right now and and uh you're in la i'm in silicon valley we're an hour flight away maybe five hours of driving but you know, it's just instantaneous, it's free, all that stuff. 
and digital, you know, it costs money to print things and so on. Maybe I just use digital from now on. What are your thoughts? I kind of already revealed my thoughts on I know, this. But I, I um, gave away. I, I gave away the ending, but <laughs> no. But yeah, I want to go because I, I, I like mean, it's, digital. It's expensive to do, and you know when you know you're printing a quantity, and you know, got a warehouse, you got to fulfill them. You don't. You know, none of us want to fill up our garages with books. You know, why? I mean, it's so easy to do digital. So the thing is today, it's so easy to do print. Yes, digital is great. And I'm a big fan of digital. And, and the really the really powerful thing at, when you're thinking marketing of digital is the links. You can have links in your book that send direct to your website. And that, you just can't replace that in physical. Um, and so that is something that I love about digital. And so a lot of times actually people will get your book in both formats so you can have both. But that's, that is the big draw, that is the big thing I love about digital. But print these days, so the we have print on demand companies that you work with. So you don't have to warehouse anything. And my books, for example, they're I think 268 pages roughly. Uh, I can print a copy for $4 and six cents and I can print one or I can print a hundred and people when they order it so when you go to Barnes and Noble and order my book they're they're getting it straight from that print-on-demand supplier so uh, I can live in my LA apartment and not warehouse books I don't have to have a storage <laughs> facility so that's the beauty and a lot of people don't realize it uh, that you don't have to buy a quantity of books uh, and you can sell to all these distribution channels and have somebody else this company this print-on-demand company handle that for you. And, you know, again, I want to emphasize that print gets passed around. Nobody passes their Kindle around. So your print book, and when you have an event or you speak and you give them a book, a real physical book, that has real tangible value. There's something about eBooks that just don't feel like you're getting real value. And as a marketer and as a business person, you really want to be giving people things that not only have value, but that people actually see as valuable. Yeah, I, and I totally agree. I would have, you know, Julie, I would have argued with you about two years ago. I made the switch and we, all we would do is digital. <laughs> and then I started testing. Yeah. And the problem with testing is you get results sometimes that aren't what you think they should be. <laughs> and yeah. so now we, you know, uh, a lot of times we'll send the digital one, you know, for somebody that wants it right away, but the the printed one comes uh, following because there's you know people don't shoot away the book and you know the cost of printing anymore has just gotten so low it's it's amazing okay so we you know we worked with a writing coach you know we got our business plan together we, we're all set we're ready to go I mean writing plan together we've got a great book um, hopefully we we knew what we were gonna do at the end before we started writing but let's say you know, yeah we what do we do with our book? How do we how do we get it? You know, really realize that return on energy that you talked about. Well, it's is it depends because it really depends on what you want and what your plan was for the book. So for some people, you know, it's a great thing if you're if you already give talks, the book is a great thing to sell at the back of the room or have included with your speaking fee so everybody in the room gets your book. And you know, again, this is your marketing piece. So at the end of it, it's 
got clear call to actions in it. So your your goal is just to get it in people's hands. It doesn't matter how it gets there. Um, some other people might be using it for a credibility. They, they want it obviously to attract clients and they want more of a credibility piece. So you want to sell it and have a marketing plan. And so you'll want to, uh, to me, the best things to do are the free things. Uh, and that's, you know, maybe kind of a bootstrapper kind of entrepreneur. I like to just get things done in the most efficient and, you know, the highest ROI possible. But for me, what works is you connect with other people in like, uh, in like industries. So, you know, if you're, in my case, I'll stick with the real estate, the first book. Um, so realtors, they have a vested interest in their clients buying houses. My book was about buying houses. So I connect with other realtors saying, hey, I've got books. Do you want, do you want to give away free? books? Do you want to let your clients know about these books? Do you want to buy these books? I had more, a lot of mortgage brokers bought my book to give it to clients. So the clients would be more educated when they worked with them. Um, so think about those kind of relationships, those kind of partnerships uh, in your industry, who is not directly competing with you, um, but will have similar clients that would be good for you. And that's a phenomenal way to promote your book and get it out there and get it in the hands of the right people. And of course, your own network network is key too. Your clients know other people just like them. And so giving your client a book or selling them a book, letting them know about it, those are powerful, powerful ways. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is. I, I had, you know, and you know, we, as you do this stuff, I'm, I've got a little, um, my niche I'm considered an expert, but it's a tiny little niche. But, you know, one of the books, uh, several years ago, I decided that I wanted to, leverage it with other groups and I was able to get one of the mutual fund companies to write a check over a million dollars to have me do a series of speeches and give the books to uh, to very important advisors for them and it was a great way of getting it out I, I got really tired of signing an awful lot of books but because of my business too for you yeah I know it's the worst things in life um, it also generated many really many millions more of dollars because of their coaching business and so on. So, you know, thinking about, you know, who has that related offering, you know, that you're non-competitive, not only non-competitive, but you're supportive can be really powerful. So let, let's, let me go, you know, we've been talking about this, Julie, what I'd like to do, I'm going to pull up your website, uh, booklaunchers.com. Tell us a little bit about you know, what you do and how our fellow entrepreneurs can reach out to explore whether, you know, you're the right one to help them get that book and have that big success. Yeah, for sure. So I really started book launchers because people were always coming to me with self-publishing problems and questions. And a couple of the pieces that really I, I felt I could help people with a lot was getting that writing coach piece in place because you know I was impressed to hear that you hired a writing coach because most people don't even think about it even though entrepreneurs often think I need a business coach when they sit down to write a book they don't think about getting a writing coach so I wanted to help people really craft the right book and have the whole process so at the very end we're also helping them with some of the launch and sales ideas and you know at the end of the day the author really is the best person to market their book but they, they might not have all the time and the resources. So we do provide a bit of a launch team and some launch support. So we help the whole 
whole process from, I call it from, from concept to copies in readers' hands. And we've got the whole team, you know, the editorial team, the cover team, the layout team. So just like with a traditional publisher, uh, in a lot of regards, except for you own the book, you get all the royalties, this, this is just your team helping facilitate the process. And, and, uh, and it's, it's been, it's been fun. And I, I love, I love, cause I love books. Um, I had to depart, I had to part with a lot of my books when I came to Canada because, or when I came from, um, LA to Canada, no, the other way around, you know what yeah. I mean? When I moved from Canada to LA, there we go. Got it. Um, I, I, I had all these bookshelves and you're looking at them going, I'm moving from a big house into a, a, you know, a small LA apartment. How many books do I really need in my apartment? <laughs> so I got rid of a lot of them, but uh, I love, I love books. I love stories. And so it's been, it's been incredibly fun just seeing the stories and, and the books come out of it. Um, so yeah, it's kind of my side benefit of creating book launchers. Well, you're, you're, you're going to help a lot of fellow entrepreneurs create a lot of books. So you're going to, you're going to have to get a bigger place here eventually. But let me do the key, <laughs> key takeaways that I'm having. I want to summarize this for my fellow entrepreneurs. And um, if you haven't heard, I love books. I mean, I've made many millions of dollars off books and, and it's so easy to dismiss kind of old school marketing. But if anything, it's a little bit like direct mail is done except nobody's mailing anymore so you can stand out with books particularly the printed books you can really stand out and you can tell your story you can have a complete freedom to do that you know whether to publish or self-publish you've heard you know uh, julie and i it'll be really clear i i love self-publishing unless there's there's got to be a huge reason to uh you know do a book with a publisher because the only reason they want to work with you quite honestly is if you already have all the distribution you need and then you know why do it well the reason to do it may be for credibility but for most of the entrepreneurs who are listening here that's not you're already credible to your market you know so power book is big I want to challenge all of you that you don't need to be a writer. If there's, if you ask Mrs. Arby's, my ninth grade teacher, she would tell you there is not a chance I would be a writer. And uh, I'm not. I'm an author. And I've always had a team starting from the very first book. Uh, I hired a writing coach. And, and I would encourage all of you to do that because you, you will waste so much time getting ready. And, you know, that return on energy, as Julie talked about, is so important. And, and if you use your energy just to get the story out and let people pull it out from you, it will be phenomenal. The first step is just, I mean, quite honestly, you know, whether it's Julie's company or someone else, you you got to find a partner that you have uh, confidence in. Print versus digital, do both, but make sure that you have print, particularly as Julie said, the print on demand is just amazing, uh, the quality of the books anymore that come out. And, you know, what do you do once you have your book? Well, you should never ask that question. You should have it all done before you start the book. And this is why we have a book <laughs> plan uh, right away. And we don't write a book. I mean, have I written books without? Yes. When I've done that, I have, uh, you know, I have an inventory of those books in the old days. And they were not uh, good returns on investment in the, the current days. So what, what you have to do is you really have to have a plan, a clear call to action. And once you have that, though, you know, once you have you know, proof of concept in whatever you're doing, using a book to accelerate it is just really powerful. 
Julia, I want to thank you again. It's been a great interview. It's something I'm really passionate about. I really appreciate you sharing your insights and helping our fellow entrepreneurs really accelerate their success in the right way. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Well, with that, you know, all the show notes are above me, aesnation.com. Go there. We'll have a transcript as well, the links to Julie's company. And, you know, go out and make a difference by doing a book. If you haven't done one, if you've done one, do more. Uh, you know, your clients, all those future clients who are waiting for you, they're there. And the strategic alliances you're going to build out of this are amazing. Don't let them down. Get that book out. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.